Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What's your favorite miniseries? 651-641-1071. That's what we want to know on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is an over-caffeinated Bradley trainer. Hey. And uh, why the heck are we talking about miniseries? Uh, well, because miniseries are just one of those things that you have to be of a certain age, I think, to totally appreciate. So if you're under a certain age, you're probably like, what are they talking about a miniseries? Isn't, what does that mean? Like series that's really small? Kind, kind of. of. But I think it's safe to say miniseries hit their peak in the 80s. Like peak Big miniseries in the 80s. And uh, I thought we could just relive a little bit of that joy. Mm. 70s and 80s American television rife with miniseries. And typically a miniseries, first of all, let's just mm-hmm. put everybody in that mindset. By the way, if you have a favorite miniseries, 651-641-1071, to put you in the mindset, you have to remember at this time, uh, for uh, most people, there were not tons of television options. You could not just flip on Netflix and find a thousand uh, things to watch. Right. You were, you know, sort of mm, uh, you operated by the TV guide, like the TV guide came out. You had, f- you know, a few channels and you would pick what you want to watch. Sometimes uh, channels would. Do I have something? No, it's me. Watch? Sorry. Uh-huh. She's doing the thing with the lip and I thought I had mm-hmm. something on me. Uh, it was radio. You don't care. Um, you had you didn't have a ton of options to see like you know movies on right. television necessarily, right? Um, and you there was something very special about a miniseries where in two nights or maybe eight nights, it really just depended on the particular miniseries. It was a special moment where we would all sort of stop what we were doing and sit on the couch and as a country watch this happen and then everybody the next day the next week or whatever would sort of have that as a reference point and it would be a topic of conversation yeah especially because you know to your point we didn't have we didn't have dvrs we were not we were sitting down it was appointment viewing yeah if you and and it was an event they usually called it a mini series event yeah uh to just sort of like make it that much more exciting and often they would have really big stars in some of the big oh, for mi- sure. mini series and so you'd want to see that because your movie stars would be in there speaking of big movie stars let's get right to reliving some mm. of the magic um do you remember a gentleman by the name of patrick swayze i hope we're gonna talk about north and south because well, i was gonna play it and see if you oh, sorry. know Whoops. it but now we ruined now. that surprise so yeah let's play the theme to north and south Kirstie I was going to say, wasn't Kirstie Alley in it? Yes, she was. I'm looking at the list here of uh, other famous faces. Mm. Hal Holbrook. Oh, 
I do remember, and that was a huge miniseries event. Should we go to the call? Yeah, to let's the do it. They're lighting up. Uh, what was your favorite miniseries? Let's go to Shauna on line one. Hi, hi, Shauna. How are you? Hi, good. How are you guys doing? Good. good. What was your favorite miniseries? The Thornbirds. Oh, oh yeah, old school mm. Thornbirds. Yeah. That was like in the seventies, right? No, I think it was eighties, like mid eighties, I believe. Oh. Oh, You're that, right, 1983. And like the music from the Thornbirds was amazing. Oh, Tell yeah, us. and I was young, and I remember watching it with my parents, and I fell in love with that priest. Tell <laughs> us the, um, give us a Richard summary. Richard Chamberlain? Yes, yeah, Richard t- Chamberlain did. Give us a, yeah. a, a quick thumbnail of what the story was about. Oh, he was a priest, and he fell in love with this woman, and he was battling between his faith and love, and and they broke up but they had a little fling before they broke up and she got pregnant and he didn't know and so he had a daughter that he didn't meet until she was like 20 and it was just like this epic love story between not being able to be with each other what are you going to decide what choices are you going to make it was really really good awesome i want to watch it again yeah uh, thank you thank you sean and it was based on the novel by colleen mccullough um, and do we have do we have anything from the Thornbirds or do we not grab no, anything? We don't, we don't have any. Audio okay, forget it. I will just tell you though the music from the Thornbirds is beautiful. Let's go to Shelly. Let's do it. Hi, Shelly. What was your favorite miniseries? Uh, Rich Man Poor Man, which I, is when I fell in love with Nick Nolte. What mm. is that about? I don't remember that one. Um, well, that's probably. I think that was in the seventies. I don't know. I was pretty young, and um, you know, it was one of those uh, family things. A couple brothers. One of them didn't have any money, and he, that was Nick Nolte, and so he was like the underdog, but yeah, he was always getting in trouble with, I mean, there was major crime and stuff going on, and but he always got the girl, and I don't I know. It. It was, 19, interesting. Yeah. 1976. Yep, it Is, was awesome. Yeah, it looks like 19. 19- you know what, they had part of it on again on like, I don't know, MeTV or one of those, mm-hmm. and then they quit showing it, and oh. I, I was disappointed, so I'm going to have to find out where to get that you can again. get it on dvd i can tell you that right now i'll do that thank you shelly for Thanks, your Shelley. call let's go to jenny hi jenny jenny what was your favorite miniseries the v me oh, too <laughs> good because uh v the miniseries 1983 um the this, original v the yes, original the miniseries original, definitely not the new one yes a two-part science fiction television event and then it later was turned into a television show and then all sorts of other weird things but let's listen to that original 1983 miniseries theme to oh, i want people to go watch it they were aliens they were aliens anyway were like i mean come on people. it's 30 years no, but old i don't spoilers i want here. people because it, it was so good and i we had it on vhs at my house because we yeah. would like tape videotape miniseries and then my brother and I wore that dumb tape out. We loved V so much. Um, I want to, we could not finish the segment without um, playing the theme to the my favorite, favorite miniseries of all time, mm-hmm. War in Remembrance. Do you remember this one? I don't remember. Seriously, I haven't watched man. that one. I should go back and watch you that one. You can watch that one on uh, DVD for sure if it's not available somewhere streaming. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, and please go back and watch the original V. I'm, that's my endorsement. All right. Because I actually want to do that, too. do it. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, developments in the breakup of Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. Um, That was a sigh of exasperation, and we will explain why after this on My Talk 107. 
Well, let's check in on uh, what's going on in the breakup of Chloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Let's. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Jordan Woods has moved out of Kylie Jenner's home amid cheating claims, apparently. Has Kylie picked her side? Okay. So, Jordan Woods, again, is... Jordan Woods is Kylie's bestie. Jordan Woods is also the woman who allegedly did the nasty, bumped some uglies with her man, Tristan Thompson. With her sister's man. With Chloe's, with Chloe's man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, and jo- and Jordan was living with Kylie, and allegedly what we're learning today... And also, like, business partner. Yes. Bestie in her billionaire business. And now we're to believe that... Kylie has kicked her to the curb. Kylie's like, I don't got time for you because you did that to my sister. And Chloe's like, yeah, girl power. Okay. Um, Can I just, for the record, Mm -hmm. share a little news with you? Because that's where we are in the story, right? She moved out, blah, blah, blah. And we don't know if Kylie's picked this line. Somebody named Sour Psycho. Sounds like a fun person at parties. But they put it best. Okay. Quote. Jordan Woods is best friends with the world's youngest billionaire who gifts her with cars, diamonds, and lavish vacations. You're telling me there's a chance she gave up all that for a guy who rides bench for the Cavs and has a community D? The horror. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, um, actually, you're right. That person, I don't know if it's a he or she, that sour psycho did put it best because... If you really think about it, when you just sort of boil it down to the lowest common denominator, this Jordan Woods has made her living by being besties with Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Like, and not a bad living. No. Not even just an okay living. Nobody knew what a Jordan Woods was Mm -mm. until, you know, she became besties with Kylie Jenner. Now, I could be totally lying because I honestly don't know the deep and uh, wide career of, of Jordan, Ms. Jordan Wood. Um, Woods. But she's relevant because of her relationship with Kylie Jenner. And, and you know, the question, of course, is, so she just by free will decided to put all of that in jeopardy in a moment of passion so that, with a guy who's like a four? So that, um, that just, something doesn't add up, right? And we've been in this space lately where we're all like, things need to add up because lately they've not been adding up. The math is all wrong. Also, there's a headline from people uh, on the Chloe and Kylie and Jordan and Tristan experience that says, Chloe Kardashian doesn't blame her sister Kylie for the Jordan Wood scandal. Why would she? Okay. Well, why would she? I don't know. Yeah. Um, it just seems to me like it's very likely that this family of fake newsery is concocting. A, because doesn't it? Okay, so we just had this conversation with Jesse, Jesse Smollett, right? Mm-hmm. Wherein, you know, when you look back, you're like, okay, so you want me to believe the two masked individuals happen to be exactly where Jesse Smollett was going to show up at two in the morning on a frigid uh, January or February, January, January. Uh, morning in Chicago, dressed in ski masks, wearing political, uh, politically driven baseball caps over their trucker masks. caps over yeah. their masks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, there are just things that 
that seem a little too, and they just happen to yell all of the right things that would, you know, make social media world go crazy, mm-hmm. right? They would yell certain political things, certain slurs. They did all of them, in fact. It wasn't just like one came out of the side of a mouth during a terrible beating. It was a bunch of, like, all of the right, all of the ones you would expect mm-hmm. if you were going to write this episode of um, Law and Order, right? Mm-hmm. Um and so looking back on it, you're like, okay, so yeah, you're right. That Why didn't we? So so with this story, I mean, we have even less of a reason to trust these people. Well, yeah, because we've Mostly seen them. Mostly because we've seen them for manipulate. the last decade yeah. lie to our faces about every you know thing that's going on. So I don't even think we need to, out of a sense of decency and like in the Jesse Smollett case, we were trying to be, you know, above and beyond, like if this was real, well, that was horrible. So we don't want to question necessarily that, um, you know, we don't want to imply that somebody we have no reason to believe would be lying is actually lying. Well, guess what? We have reason to believe that Khloe Kardashian, Kylie Jenner and or Jordan Woods and or Chris Jenner and or anybody connected with the story is not only lying, but doing so in a way that's going to sell newspapers, which we don't really have those anymore, but clicks and you know, ultimately their television show. Yeah, well, and that is, to me, the most critical piece because at the end of the day, Jordan Woods, who, again, makes her living by being Kylie Jenner's bestie and, you know, co-owner of her business and living in her home and blah, 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 um, she, I mean, what's in it for her to be the person who falls on the Kardashian sword? Yeah. You know, what's in it for her to be the person who's going to look bad in all of this? I know Tristan also looks bad, but she's not looking good either. Unless this is all part of the trajectory of a storyline that will be played out on next season of Keeping Up With the and Kardashians. And I guarantee you, here's where we're ending up, mm-hmm. is that Jordan is excommunicated, she moves out of the house, mm-hmm. and then Kylie sits down with like another bestie or her sister is probably her mom, someone with sage advice, maybe Courtney, who's like, you know, women are often at each other's throats. And what you have to realize here, the common denominator in this story is the man. Mm-hmm. And the man did you wrong, not the woman. Mm-hmm. So you got to stick by the woman because the woman is all you have in life. And when all is said and done, this is a woman who has built a business and a brand and helped your sister become what she is today. Oh my God, they're all holding hands and hugging well, and be- crying. Because if they hired somebody from the outside to play the role of the person who is, you know, enticing Tristan Thompson, that storyline is gone in no time. But you know what's a good storyline? When the call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. Now there's actual drama, right? Ooh. We see you, Kardashians. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. We see you. Are they going to pay us for writing that story? No. In fact, people are paying them. That's, That's the, the worst problem. part. That is the worst part. We've got more celebrities behaving badly after this on the Colleen and Bradley show. We call them D-bags. Behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Yes, Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and these are your celebrity D bags. Okay. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Douchebag! Who do you got? Oh, I'm so excited. Actually, you know, I was going to say it's Al Roker, but it's really not Al Roker. It's more like People Magazine, because for the love of all that's holy, these people are just always in the middle of nothing. And by that, I mean the following headline. People Magazine. Al Roker claps back a dietitian who says it's sad that he's on the keto diet. Clap back. Mm. Clap back. Clap back. He's clapping back at the lady. Clap back. I've okay. So whenever so the media thoughts. tells me that somebody clap back, I'm like, oh, buckle in because this is gonna be real good. And by real good, I mean a waste of my time. Mm-hmm. So I click on over to the headline, and they're like, the Today co-host is a big fan of the high fat, low carb diet. And so then I go to like, what's going on? Oh, because at first, do you know what I thought? That it was a Jillian Michaels holdover. Correct, mm-hmm. but it said updated February 21st. So I thought. That's today. That's new. Something else happened in the, you know, keto gate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because the world likes to get real animated around such words as keto, paleo, Mm -hmm. CrossFit, Mm -hmm. at Al. Mm -hmm. Who's Al? I don't know. Al Roker. Al Roker. (laughs) Took a doo-doo at the White House. Sorry, I couldn't help it. So, (laughs) unintended. And not in the bathroom. In public. (laughs) So, (laughs) that's what he should really clap and then I want to make another joke, and I won't. So Al yes. Roker, no, Al Roker was the subject of a hate, hate-filled tweet. Mm. Okay, by this dietitian oh, lady. Okay. Um, and the the tweet is from a woman who's apparently a uh, registered dietitian. Her name is Heidi. And uh, Al posted this thing about. He goes last night back on the keto wagon, so I made steak fajitas without tortillas. Except for Nick. I don't know. Is that his kid or something? Maybe Mm. he gives his kid tortillas. And he posts this lovely picture, frankly, of a meal that I would be proud to eat on any given night of the week, which is a bunch of vegetables, some avocado, some lean steak, flank steak, it looks like, uh, and a salad. And then some lettuce wraps. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. And uh, this registered dietitian lady, Heidi Wells, uh, responds. Heidi Wells is the wife of Chris Powell. They do... um, the extreme makeover body edition or whatever they call it like ex- extreme yeah i don't think this is the same person she oh, okay. has 420 followers on twitter okay then i don't know who she is registered dietitian by day she's a oh, dairy yeah, no, farmer's wife by night her. so oh that's a great superpower huh <laughs> not the same yeah anyway what did she what did she say so she responded to al's tweet about his basically grain free uh, fajita experience Sad to see another famous person falling for a fad diet. And what did he say? How did so he then, clap back? remember, he was just aggrieved on social media. 
Yeah. And it was alleged that she clapped back. So here's her. Here's his clap back. Heidi, there are so many sadder things in the world. Have a great day. Ooh. Um, no, 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 not not worthy of a clap. That was not a clap. That was like a, a wave. <laughs> was, I don't even know what that was. That was like a, okay, I don't know what you're doing there, like Al. It was like a heart in her yeah. general direction. <laughs> it was a finger, <laughs> not even but a good not one. even that one. Like he didn't no. even lift the butt cheek. <laughs> No separation. Nothing. Yeah. He didn't Nothing. lift it off the seat. It just went right into the cushion oh. and didn't care. Um, and I imagine he has quite a few. So, you know, he's got some to spare because, you know, Al Roker. Yeah, because he took the gamble. So I hate when the media does this. I also just think Al needs to stop already. I think everybody, I, I want everybody to stop. Here's this is <laughs> everybody I, just stop. No, here's my thing. Stop grieving like, me with your tweets. Give up. <laughs> however you want to eat, just be confident with it. You don't have to defend it. Whatever workout you do, just do it and be fine with it. You don't have to defend it. Just like live your life. People are going to think what you do is dumb and there you don't have to correct them. Just live your life. Do your workout. Eat your food. Yeah. Ignore the haters. It's also, dumb. <laughs> also, I do question if if the way you eat enables you to then bitch to other people about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I question what you're doing. Right. And I'm not saying keto in particular, but like anytime whatever you're doing has you so high strung that you're willing to like go off on strangers. Yeah. Maybe... Maybe the diet is not what you need to be focusing on right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe there are some other things you should, you know, it's like, my, it's like when people, you know, they have unique ways of doing things and you go, well, that's interesting. How's that working for you? Mm-hmm. And you, then you got to ask yourself, is it working? Well, let's take a look. Mm-hmm. And to me, I would say if what you're doing, you know, and not, I'm not necessarily picking on Al Roker here. But generally speaking, but generally speaking, because um, he in this case wasn't even clappy backy. Clap he, again. It was just kind of like a clip. <laughs> uh, I just feel like maybe just don't get so animated about it. Who cares? It's food. I know it is ridiculous. It's the this is like as the, I eat my healthy meal of the day. Mm. <laughs> Want to know about my Look diet at you plan? clapping back? Mm, I'll no, tell you about I, it. I do just get I get so frustrated with the time and energy that people take with like defending a diet it's the weird to me that's weird like it's like religion though honestly that's how people treat it they get very protective they get very defensive as if it's like a zero-sum game do you there aren't winners and losers for everyone especially when it comes to the way you eat your food right somebody it doesn't matter what it is you're doing there is gonna there's gonna be a hearty amount of people in the world that are gonna disagree with it i will say this heidi wells i mean you know she got attention but like what that was kind of a dumb like response yeah like to respond directly to his post by saying sad to see another celebrity falling for a fad diet i mean i would say that if it was actually something harmful but what he appears to be doing doesn't appear to be particularly unhealthy no looks kind of good yeah i don't know that's i also have another issue what this is slightly fajitas without tortillas yeah kind of and this is why but then it's not a fajita that's my thing and that's the thing that i don't like about about well that's like when people say like my vegetarian burger 
that's, that's not just, a burger. Yeah, that's, that's just a, a vegetarian patty. patty. Yeah, I, if that's like a thing that that kind of boneless drummies. It's this weird thing that we're trying to do where we're trying to fool ourselves into thinking we're eating something we're not eating. Yeah, and that doesn't to me solve any problems. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. There's brown, or like also you know that there's brownie batter know, hummus. Here's what I. Okay, don't even get me started. I'm dead serious. That's and there the are thing. people like, oh, I'm really going to offend probably friends, and I'm sorry if you're listening because I'm going to hear about it. But like brownie hummus, okay, do me a favor. When it sounds too good to be true, turn uh, turn the container around, mm-hmm. look on the label, and ask yourself. Because here's what you're doing. Go get the brownie batter. Yes. Eat the damn if brownie batter. If you want batter. the dumb brownie Why? batter, eat Because the- if you... Uh, do whatever you want, but here's the problem. If you think you are doing something substantially better for yourself by eating the hummus uh, brownie dip, brownie batter, yes. you're not. You're really, really not. You might be more comfortable allowing yourself to have a sweet treat that sounds somewhat healthier. And if that keeps you from shaming yourself, okay, I guess that's a good thing. But ultimately... I, it does drive me nuts when people try to fool themselves. Like all the people out there, not the gluten intolerant ones, but the ones you know who you are because you're listening to this show and you know I'm absolutely right. I'm sorry. Now I sound like Jillian Michaels. <laughs> Just because it says gluten free don't mean that piece of cake ain't going to end up on your behind. Because it's still especially got sugar if, in especially it. Especially if you sit on it. <laughs> and I don't care what kind of dust you mix with sugar. It's still sugar. And if you've got the gluten-free problem, then good. You're fine. You'll be, you know, you'll be okay. But you ain't no better than anybody else who's eating a piece of cake. Okay, can I get an amen? Amen. Woo! So somehow even... we turned into the bitchy nutritionist. <laughs> who we were Which, trying to Which, by the shame. way, I think would be a great name for yeah. a podcast. I wouldn't eat that if I were you. That's dumb. <laughs> the bitchy nutritionist. Put it down. Yeah. You're fooling yourself. Uh, okay, I know we're going to be late, but I, I really just want to get my D-bag out. Do it. Okay. Do I want, it. My D-bag today is Harvey Weinstein. What? Wow. No, this is D-baggy. Okay. So remember the other day we talked about Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, Variety article? She sat down with Variety to talk about the 20th anniversary of Shakespeare in Love. Mm -hmm. What? Well, that, of course, was a Harvey Weinstein project, right? Um, Blah, blah, blah. You can listen to our podcast to find out why we were talking about it. But she said a lot of things about that movie in this article for Variety. One of the things she said was... That Harvey Weinstein originally wanted Ben Affleck to step in as the role of Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. But then reconsidered it after it was Gwyneth who insisted that the role remain with a British yep. actor. So that's the story that was part she of that told. story. Yep. Yep. Well, Harvey Weinstein, who, by the way, is like basically in hiding because he's going to have to answer to some serious sexual assault charges soon. He came out of hiding. For one reason and one reason only, after reading this article. Okay. To say that he to did take sleep umbrage with, with No. No. To take umbrage with that part of the article. Oh. That part. That's what he decided he needed to come out swinging what about. What did he say? He said the following. The only other contenders for the role of Will Shakespeare were Russell Crowe and Ethan Hawke. No one else. Ben Affleck did a terrific job as Ned Allen, which is the role he was considered for. In other words, just kind of basically nitpicking the fact that Gwyneth's version of history is wrong 
And then he went back into his little troll hole and now is hiding again. Well, I'm glad he clarified. But don't think for one second. <laughs> I mean, maybe now that he it could was clarify over. all of the abuse that he's wrought upon ladies. Thank you. And others across Hollywood. But no, nay, his uh, his rep, his legal representative had to also get a swing in to Variety magazine. And with a follow up message to Variety that said, just to ask, why wouldn't you ask us anything here? If someone is a box office draw, a good agency and a good actor will get chosen for a role. Blacklisting someone is just a BS idea convenient to beat the drum against Weinstein with. Okay, don't even get me started on the bad grammar there. Doesn't matter. Point being. There's a lot of. The legal representative put down all of the piles of work they're doing to try to prove that Harvey Weinstein isn't a dirty dog who assaulted women. To answer to this one little dumb point in a Variety yeah. article. How do you think this uh, trial is going to go? Not well. We need people who are really good at answering nine-year-olds' questions after this. We're okay. going to do a little answer Keller's question. My nine-year-old has asked yet again another impossible-to-answer question. And if you think you're good at answering kids' questions, call 651-641-1071. We need three people. We're going to listen to Keller's question. You're all going to try to answer it. But Bradley's going to have the real answer after this on My Talk 107. Well, I've got a nine-year-old who I think asks... Basically impossible questions. Uh, At first blush, they don't seem like they're that hard. But when you really get faced with one, when you're in the middle of making dinner or cleaning a toilet uh, and you're not prepared for it, it can be kind of hard to answer. And so we like to try to put our listeners to the test on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We like to try to put them in my shoes and uh, we let Keller pose his question to three different listeners and they get the opportunity to try to answer it on the fly. But Bradley Trainer is researching the actual real answer to the question. Now, this would be helpful for me if we did this before Keller answers the question or asks the question, but of course I can't anticipate his questions. So, 651-641-1071, we have room for one more person to try to answer Keller's question. Let's first go, let's first introduce the fact that this is what we're doing now. Right? No nope. question. There it is. There you go. I have a question. I have very important question for you. It's time to answer Keller's question. I have questions for you. So uh, I do. I do keep track of Keller's questions on the Twitter under the hashtag Keller Live, just in case you'd like to get a heads up of questions you might get asked in this segment. But let's go to the phones. Ben is on the line. Hello to Ben. Hi, Ben. Hey, how's it going? Good. So are you pretty good at answering questions of inquisitive nine-year-olds? Yeah, I mean, I think so, sure. Well, we'll just see about that. Uh, Here is Keller's question today. I have questions for you. Is it illegal for a dog to pee in a pool? Is it illegal, Ben, for a dog to pee in a pool? Um, I would say it depends on the jurisdiction mm. and whether or not the pool is occupied. Oh, interesting. Good, that is a good answer. It depends on the jurisdiction and whether or not the pool is occupied. Thank you, Ben. Uh, that was Ben's answer to the question. Is it illegal for a dog to pee in a pool? Okay. 651-641-1071. Uh, we do have room for one more person. Let's go to Chris, though. Hello, Chris. Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, are you pretty good at answering nine-year-olds' questions? 
Oh, yeah, I guess I'm up for a challenge. Okay, well, it is a challenge. Here we go. I have questions for you. Is it illegal for a dog to pee in a pool? Is it illegal for a dog to pee in a pool, Chris? Um, I wouldn't say it's illegal because it's not necessarily illegal for a person to do that, but it's probably not a good practice. Mm. Oh, okay. It's not a good like practice. It's frowned upon. Concise answer. Frowned upon, yes. Yes. Thank you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Chris, he doesn't think it's illegal, but it's definitely frowned upon. All right. Well, uh, in the absence of anybody else, any other brave souls. Oh, wait, we do have another brave soul on the line. We are answering my nine-year-old Keller's weird, impossible questions. I don't even know where he comes up with them. Uh, but we like to bring him here to the show and see if you are able to answer the questions that have been posed to me at inopportune moments. Joanne is on the line. Hello, Joanne. Hello. Uh, would you like to take a whack at Keller's question? I would. Okay, here it is. Okay. I have questions for you. Is it illegal for a dog to pee in a pool? Is it illegal, Joanne, for a dog to pee in a pool? Um, no, it's not illegal, but rules and laws are two very different things. So while it might not be illegal, it's against the rules. Wow. Joanne, I like that. Good answer, Joanne. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, Bradley yes. has been uh, researching. Mm, crack research over here. Yeah, he broke a sweat. He was researching so yep. hard to see what the answer to Keller's question really is. We've had three pretty good answers, but now it's time for Bradley to give his answer to Keller's question. I have questions for you. Is it illegal for a dog to pee in a pool? No. That's it? Yeah, no, it's not illegal. The only thing that might be illegal is having your dog in the pool. Mm. Uh, That's the only thing I could find is that you might find a a list of, and by the way, to say illegal again, to clarify our previous caller's uh, sentiment, um, or not clarify, but to amplify her sentiment, uh, it's probably not illegal, but it's very likely against the rules. Mm-hmm. Also, it's not illegal for you to pee in the pool. So I don't, I don't know want why to tell we would... him that. Why? Because I don't want him thinking like the Everybody just does go... it. Just let it go, man. Let it out. Yeah, I'm just, you know. Everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. Make sure that they don't have the thing in the pool that will make it turn color. Although that's, 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 a, myth. Urban that's myth. a myth. That's a myth. <laughs> Yeah, there's also an urban myth that your dog's pee will turn green. That is how would that happen? I don't know, but look, Google it. It's a thing. Um, but uh, rules wise, yeah. most of the time, you don't even get to the point of your dog being uh, peeing in the pool because your dog's probably not allowed in the pool. Yeah, <clears throat> interesting. Always just assume that every pool that you've ever been in 
has been peed, peed in. in. Yeah, just it, if, as long as you're yeah. comfortable with that. Well, I mean, cool. I do assume that, um, generally speaking. I don't want my kids... To be the perpetrators. Oh, of they've the, already done the, it. The peepatrators. <laughs> I mean, it's just, better to be a peepatrator yeah, than a poopatrator. It's one of those things where if somebody says that they've never peed in a pool. They're lying. They're lying. Mm-hmm. If they they're just say, totally oh, I've lying. never peed on myself in the shower. Lies. Lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, that's the best yeah. place to pee. Yeah. I mean, it's not good for your pipes. You're not supposed it's to really do that. It's really good for your feet. <laughs> no, it is. It, it gets rid of uh, uh, toe fungus. Pee on your toes. Like Are you, you making this up foot? right now? No. Google it. I'm, I'm afraid to. Yeah. I'm a scared to. It's also good for your skin. So just have uh, your husband. <laughs> oh my gosh. Stop kidding. right That's now. That's a lie. That's actually a lie. That was a lie. A lie. Oh. And the next word is Ish. a lie. Oh my gosh. No, um, but the peeing on your feet, I've heard that before. Probably true. Mm-hmm. That it actually uh, helps cure athlete's foot. Well. Yeah. Anybody with athlete's do foot, give us a call tomorrow the and let us know how like, it goes. Like if you do it like... In the bathroom, that'd be a little awkward unless you put your foot in the toilet. And that's kind of weird. Oh, nice. Do Pedicure station. I don't want my foot in the toilet. Just soak. Let them soak. I'm just soaking. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay. You're in the drive-thru at Taco Bell. What's your order? 651-641-1071. What is your Taco Bell order? I'm, I can't give it to you, but just we want to know what it is on my... Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.